Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Uh, today, of course, marks the four-year anniversary of the day that we lost the greatest basketball player in NBA history, Kobe Bryant, and his daughter, Gigi, and seven other people in that horrific uh, uh, helicopter crash. That was, I remember, everybody, I remember I was in Denver then, and I, I remember, I couldn't believe it happened, and then Jay Phillips came, at, I was at the Four Seasons, and we just sat, and I think the Nuggets were playing then, and uh, we just sat in the lobby stunned, couldn't believe it. Um, happy birthday to Ellen DeGeneres. A happy birthday to Wayne Gretzky. Isn't this something that Wayne Gretzky has a sign in front of the Staples Center before Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did, and Wayne Gretzky never won um, for and the Kings? Crazy. He never he got crazy. a sign. He got a he got a statue before Kareem Abdul- and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won five championships. Yeah, that's crazy. Rocky got one before Joe Frazier. How about that? But so Kareem actually was a Laker and won. Five championships for the Lakers and won a couple for UCLA. So he's been he's he's immersed in LA. Kareem was came from Canada. Kareem was a Laker before the Lakers were even in LA. No. Yes, he was Lou Alcindor, and yes, he was. And the, when the Lakers were still in the, the, the yeah, but he wasn't a Laker before the Lakers. You know, you yes, he was. He was a Laker. He wasn't a Laker before the Lakers. I mean, we could Google it. He was, it, you know. he, was, he was never. He wasn't a Laker then. He didn't become a Laker. The Lakers were Lakers when he became a Laker. Okay. He wasn't. The Lakers were the Lakers yeah. before he. Al- he was. He might have been Lou Alcindor when they were in Minneapolis, but he yeah. wasn't a Laker when they were Lakers. Is that what you were trying to say? Skip? Weren't they the Minneapolis Lakers? Even if they were, he didn't play for them. Okay. He didn't play for the Minneapolis. Lakers. He played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. We, Will Chan- Chamberlain played for the Los Angeles. Jerry West played. Well, I don't know what's happening today. I don't know. I don't know, either. How to, how to, how I don't know what y'all are talking about. Uh, just, just Google it. It's easy. I, I can't. <laughs> you know what? I hope somebody at Vanetti's pushes you off a chair tonight. Dolph Shays pushes you off. I hate to admit it, but it looks like D.L. Hugo. Of course right. I was right. No, I'm a right. Laker fan. I, 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 of course. Damn it. When, when, uh, of course. Actually, when the African said Milwaukee Bucks, I was like, oh, oh yeah. You know, so I, that, he wasn't no. saying Milwaukee. He was saying, I'm hungry in Swahili. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to say that at all. Wow. <laughs> all right. Happy, happy birthday. I would uh, take my blowed out out and hit him right in the neck right now. Happy birthday to Vince Carter. Happy birthday to Kirk Franklin. The one and only Kirk Franklin. Happy birthday to Anita Baker. Boy, she's probably cussing somebody out as we speak. When I tell you. <laughs> happy birthday to Ty Tribbett. Happy birthday to Gerald Green. Happy birthday to Bob Euchre. Happy birthday to Darius Garland. Uh, posthumously, of course, happy birthday to Paul Newman, the actor, the lemonade, and the salad dressing. He's good on all those days. <laughs> um, happy birthday to Bessie Coleman, the first African-American pilot and first African-American recipient of the international pi- of, a, of an international pilot's license. Happy birthday to Zara Cully, Mother Jefferson. Um, those are all possibles. We've got a great show lined up for you. Of course, it's what had happened was Friday. If you don't, can't hit happy hour or the club, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Time for what is trendy. Like the kid, kid go. 
Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to love this. I know we talked a Let's little see. bit about Caitlyn Jenner at the top of the hour, and you, you talked mean, about a golf story. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, you mean uh, Tim Scott's fiance? Anyway, <laughs> there is um, a couple of women who are asking that a trans golfer undergo testosterone testing after she basically, well, she won the tournament that she was in. Now, it goes to the question that we've asked all the time, you know, should trans be able to compete? I'm going to let you take a look at the winner. It, it isn't fair. You know what? They never do anything that gives them a disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. It never they don't, like, play the other way, you they, know. You know. No, well, they well never do in it this case, game. by the way, this golfer played as a man in and the wasn't past good. and was not good. You remember, uh, remember those the swimmer in at the University of Penn when yep. he was mm. he was a male swimmer. He was five hundred fifty fifth in the world, ranked, mm-hmm. uh, became a female, ranked number one, and broke all kind of records. Yeah, it's hard to be fast as swimmer. You got to shave your body hair, wear those tight ass outfits. I'm, I'm sure cutting your Johnson off got to make you a little faster. Wait a minute, what? You, you, <laughs> you've never seen an African swim team. Am I lying, African? you never seen them. No. They, they, have to go, they sink right to the bottom. It's too much drag. Drag. I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do think it's 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 not fair. It, you know, I She was think... on track and he says, now I want, well, I'm sorry. She says, the one who won, the trans, wants to go on and play perfect. Of course. Yeah. They want, a, white dudes always want Every single advantage. Yeah, With, they can change gender, but they will not change that their their their, their pre- privilege. They don't want that change. Yeah. I think the minute that you say you're a woman, if you feel like one, you should make seventy cent for every dollar, and you should get yeah. stretch marks and hot flashes right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. And an ignorant baby daddy, you need to throw that yeah. in there too. You that, need yeah. that. And, and you should be bloated as we speak right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, also trending, I don't know if you saw this video, but I thought this was hilarious. Well, hilarious in a weird way, but there was a, a, a female shopper in a Walmart, and she had her baby. There are shoppers there, in Walmart? There are a lot okay. of shoppers, okay. okay? But in this particular case, she was fully dressed. Uh, I'm not quite sure where she was, but it was apparently cold, because she had on a hat, she had on a big coat, she was completely dressed, but her baby wasn't. Had on just a diaper. And so someone recorded other shoppers going up to her and saying, you need to put some clothes on your baby. The mother got mad and said, don't worry about this. So, and so they call CPS. So on social media, they were back and forth saying, do you really have a right to step in and intervene in a case like that and call CPS and now perhaps send this child I, off to All I know care? is I've seen tall ass babies in the stroller. They, they should call the CPS on that. <laughs> Legs hanging all out. That man, yeah, with soccer man. cleats on. I'm like, come on now. Come on. Yeah. How are you supposed to be able to control the, the motion of the scooter yep. with your feet? Yeah. I, mean, I think if it, that, that could put a baby in danger, right? If, yeah, if, of course. I mean, yeah. the baby just had a diaper on and that was it. If you call uh, the, the ammo control if a, if a dog is in the car, you should be able to call if a baby's in, in some kind of danger. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I think it's. I, I would imagine people would call um, animal control first before they would call CPS because they're more 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 compassionate towards yeah. the dog. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't haven't been to Walmart. I don't know what happens there, but I hear a lot about it. <laughs> to me, <laughs> what are some of the things you've Wait, heard? What? That's to like me, coach. <laughs> to me, it's coach. It's coach. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's coach. So you never Target been. is first class. We're shaming again. <laughs> no, I'm not shaming. shaming. I'm not shaming. No. I'm just telling you. Whoever's I'm running advertising shocked. on us is first class. I don't know who you were at the time. I'm not shocked. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not shocked that a naked baby would be in Walmart. Yeah. I'm not at all. With a dirty diaper. No, not at all. I'm not. I'm not. 
I mean, does Golden Corral sponsor us too? I mean, come on. Anyway, <laughs> that's what's trending. Let me just get out of this quickly. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the DL Hughley Show. Wallet Hub has released its list of best and worst cities to start a small business. The top five, Utah, Georgia, Florida, Idaho, and Nevada. The bottom five, West Virginia, Maryland, Alaska, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Alaska's not a city. Well, this is just just reading the list. Uh, They looked at businesses, environment, access to resources like financing, venture capital, and human capital, as well as business cost. West Virginia, of course, is not a good place for business. What are you going to make there? Percocet? What are you going to be there? (laughs) You're going to make Molly's? What are you going to do? Maybe. (laughs) Mountain Dew smoothies. uh, They'll say so. Maybe that's your business. West Virginia state flag should be a meth lab. It It really should. I'm not even kidding. Wow. Yeah. So there's a groundbreaking blood test that can now spot the very first signs of Alzheimer's decades before the symptoms wow. strike, and it could be available within three years. Scientists in Sweden found the test was as accurate as the current gold standard for diagnosing uh, the memory-robbing condition. Now, experts say it will open the door for screening all over 50s once more effective tra- uh, treatments become available. Yeah. Absolutely. Up to twenty year, up to fifteen years, you they can tell. Recola, you're gonna have. Awesome. Wait a minute. Switzerland. <laughs> Switzerland. All right, coming up, we had some great callers this week. If you missed them, do not worry. It's what had happened was Friday. It is the DL Hughley show. So Monday, what had happened was many complained about black actors wearing dresses and robes. Do you think this is Hollywood's attempt to emasculate black men, or is this an artistic choice that some actors are making? That question uh, got a lot of calls. You said. I believe it's the artist's choice if they go in and say, okay, either put a, you know, you got to put your dress on in this role to play the role. I wouldn't personally do it. But if you feel comfortable trying to cover up that you're a man in a female role, go for it. But it should be up to the person and it should be basically, you know, it, it should just be a role. It's not Hollywood trying to emasculate the the man. It's the creative character. If someone comes up with that character and that character happens to wear a dress and they can't find a woman to fit, why not? Like, let people have creative control like they've always been fighting for and let them live their life. And if it's not affecting their pockets, cool. If it's not affecting your life, don't watch it. It's an actor. They're acting. And that's basically it. And they're creative in their acting role. You got to get paid some type of way and you got a job. You want to do it, you do it. You don't want to do it, you don't do it. I think that it is true. I think they do try to demasculate uh, black men. And um, I think they choose to do it because of the money. And I, I think it's, it's pretty sad. Just like the AIDS commercial, you mostly see people of color, but they still tell you, do you, be you. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, we have to wake up as black people. And, and you, you're just tired of seeing it. Uh, Flip Wilson did it in the 60s, and most of those people do that kind of stuff. I think it's just a form of them playing their thespian role, just doing whatever's necessary to make a buck. So I feel like as an artist, because I've been in the entertainment industry for a long time, I feel like people don't understand what art what art is. It's just art. If you're dressing like a guy, if you're dressing like a girl, you're just performing. It's just a performance. It's with theater and anything else. You're just performing. And you can always say no. Now, if you don't get in the movie, if you don't get the role, you can still walk away with your dignity. 
Hey, I believe it is the demasculinization of the of the uh, male, the black male, as well as uh, as well as comics, as well as um, actors. But I believe that a lot of people actually they have dresses on at their own house and they're comfortable in that, and they see that people will uh, assimilate to that. And once somebody assimilates to that, I think that they go ahead and and they they're more attracted to that, and they allow people to you know push their careers in different ways. More of this week's best calls coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, so Tuesday, what it happened was a gynecologist <laughs> posted on social media her advice to change your underwear every day, even though there are some people who do not. Mm-hmm. We call them nasty as hell. Um, do you think changing your drawers every day is uh, natural or nasty? Is that the question we posed to you? You said... Yes, most definitely I think that people should change their underwear every day. You got to think about it. When you go to the restroom, we use toilet paper every day, and you think you're clean, but guess what? You still got those little microscopic pieces that you leave behind, and guess what? Those get on the underwear, and those need to go into the wash machine every day, not every other day, especially to the ones who don't wear the underwear. Wash those jeans. Don't put them in the deep freezer. That's what I think. So I think that's nasty as hell. Even in the military, when we ain't got no showers, we use them baby wipes to wash them hot spots. We we change them undershirts, we change them socks, and we change them underwear. And to me, personally, if you ain't changing your underwear, you probably ain't brushing your teeth either. I think the only way that that would be acceptable uh, as far as not changing your underwear is if you were run off the road and you went down a ravine and you woke up maybe five or six days later that would be the only reason I could see that. But as far as intentionally not taking care of your hygiene, I just think that's egregious. But some, I, 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 God, I can't believe this is even, we're even discussing this with adults about changing your underwear. Like, what would be your reason for not? Well, I think that um, it's absolutely necessary to change your underwear every day. There's a lot of bacteria and viruses and fungus that go on. However, we also need to um, be mindful that not everybody can afford to change their underwear every day. They may not be able to wash it. So instead of us policing bodies again, let's try to figure out a way to ensure that they do wash and change them every day. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, brother. What is you saving them for? I mean, is you waiting for like a special event or something? No, brother, that's just on so many levels so nasty. And I was on his page and answered the same question. It was like a female, like, oh, I don't even wear them, so I don't see the problem. It's like the problem is if you're not wearing panties, your pants are serving the purpose of your panties. So whatever you normally get in your panties, you're literally getting them in your pants. And like they say, if anything happens like an accident, you can always take your underwear and throw them away. Yeah, you're not going to be able to throw away your pants. Well, I think if you do wash your behind, you put on some clean underwear, what was the point of washing your behind? That makes no sense. You should change your drawers every day. Sometimes you need to change them more than once, and it's all good. Well, uh, I think it's every day. Every day you should change it. Like for me, I, I would go to the to the toilet to urinate, and I would shake, and I'm thinking, and I'm done. I, I'm, I'm zipping up. As I'm walking, another drip coming down. My, 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 my leg's always getting wet. So you understand? So that's why I'm saying that it should be done every day. 
I think it would be absolutely nasty. If you don't change your underwear every day, it is disgusting. You have to change them every day. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Technically, I think you should change your drawers and your clothes every day. More of this week's best calls coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. So Wednesday, what happened was a pregnant woman says her husband called her selfish because she won't let him have a say in how she will give birth. Should the father of the child have a say in which birth method is to be used, or is that solely the mother's decision? We talked a lot about that, but you said... I am so over everybody trying to tell women or a woman what to do with her body. We've gone from the extreme of Women being told that they can't have abortions no matter what the situation is. And now you have a husband trying to tell a woman or dictate to his wife how the child should be born. I mean, come on. You have no idea from the time of conception until birth what a woman has to endure. So I don't think it's fair for him to try and dictate, you know, what the childbirth should be. Now, if he want to have a conversation about it, that's different. But still, the ultimate decision is hers. All you need to worry about is, is bringing up the kid and taking care of the kid, period. I don't think it's a problem if the if the father has a say-so. Um, I think that depending on the terms and the circumstances, I don't see nothing wrong with it, man. They got control over everything else. Why we can't have say-so about something, you know what I'm saying? Well, as a woman that's had four kids, I mean, he can have a say. He can voice his opinion all he wants to, but I think the final decision should be with the woman because she is the one that has carried the baby and went through all the complications of that. She is the one who's going to have to bear the pain of labor and any complications that may arise. So the mother should have the final decision. When men can start having babies and carrying babies, then they can have a final decision. Hey, so this is all the people that's trying to control other people's bodies and everything. Y'all let these women bodies breathe like the song. Let that woman make her own decisions. See, when she was young, the family said, you ain't going to have no babies in here. Roe versus Wade went out the window. Now the government say, you got to have a baby. Now the man want to step in and tell them, hey, this is how you going to have the baby. You know what, man, since y'all so smart, guess what? These women, gonna, they going to be like, you go ahead and have your own baby, and I'm, I'm just going to raise it. I'm, I'm going to raise it for 18 years, but you going to have the baby. I say hell no, because we can't tell you to not to have a vasectomy if you want to have one. Second of all, you should have thought about that before you married me. Put the credit card, like she said, on the thing and keep it moving. You ain't going to tell me what to do. I'll get my own damn money and pay for whatever I'm going to do because it's my body. Hell no. And, of course, uh, yesterday we asked the question, Tim Scott is pretending to dig chicks so he can get the presidential nomination. (laughs) (laughs) Is she a beard or beloved? That's the question. (laughs) Do you think that he's 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 real or is he trying to get the nominee? That's the question we posed. You said... Man, listen, I live right here in Charleston, South Carolina. Tim Scott and I went to school together. He ain't got no damn girlfriend. I thought he was talking about marrying Lindsey Graham. Man, Tim Scott is an embarrassment to the black race. When I saw Tim Scott on the stage the other night with Donald Trump, man, I was just so ashamed and so embarrassing of his reaction to Donald Trump. Tim Scott, Again, he's 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 the, he's the symbol, you know. He's the he's the he's the he's the blackface. He's the uh, the Django. Do he really believe we as black people believe that he's not gay? That all of a sudden he want to get a fiance? Tim Scott want to be the vice president of the United States. Okay, he know Donald Trump is not going to pick nobody else. 
and Skim Tim Scott's trying to set him up for to be the vice president. So he got to run out and get him a make-believe uh, fiancé. Tim Scott is gay. This is all a setup. But his mega base is going to believe that. But majority of us as black folks, we're not falling for it. We see through it. Um, first, I'll just say he's entitled to do whatever he chooses to do. That's his life, and he's entitled. I wouldn't care if he was married to somebody for 20 years. It wouldn't matter to me. I still wouldn't vote for him. And I was pure deep. Shame, embarrassed the way he was acting behind Trump. It's kind of funny because here's a little tidbit. Lindsey Graham has never been openly seen out in public on a date with any woman. Tim Scott is just in the same thing. So you tell me what's going on. He ain't tout that woman out until he started running for president. So some things are kind of suspect. Well, I want to go with Tim Scott has been advised by Don Donald's strategist that he need to get a woman because there's nobody else he wants to put in the vice presidency because Tim Scott is going to sit there and look dumb and maybe attract somebody that looks like us. So, no, I don't believe it for one hot second. Tim Scott is full of it. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Now it's time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now, it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Yes! Jason Lee Whitlock is an American sports columnist, podcaster, and former football player. Now set! Why? 45! He hosts a program for the conservative media company Blaze Media. Titled Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Oh, I am scared! Whitlock is a former columnist for the Kansas City Star, AOL Sports, FoxSports.com, and ESPN. What you want a f- medal? So, why is Jason Whitlock this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? Jason gets the shoe booty because he put the triple X in extracurricular. Naughty jungle of love! Jam Master Jason complained about an adult theme ad pop-up while he was checking the NFL standings. (laughs) It appeared to be an ad for a sexual birthday card. Immediately, Witty Whitlock went Fox News and bought a ticket on the blame train. Well, that comes as no big surprise to me, sir. He blamed the Walt Disney Company and corporate grooming for the ad appearing on the ESPN site. He went on to say that we've mainstream porn. 
Ricky Jason has admitted he has a history of stripping the like. I'm in love with a stripper. So is this news that surprising? Oh, hell no. Social media began the drag show shortly after stating the ad was one that appeared based on search history of the user. You're so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. That means JJ has been looking at porn. Probably sports stuff like doing King Richard, bend me over like Beckham, or white man can't hump. <laughs> Either way, he got caught and is now trying to play the victim. To quote something Johnny Cochran might say, if the boot fits, you must get kicked. We're going to need an orthopedic surgeon to remove my foot from your ass. Emma. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to Jason Whitlock. Now here's a swift kick in the ass. If you know somebody, and I know this seems like heresy, but if you know somebody that's not up on the D.L. Hughley Show, you need to get their ass on the phone right now. Tell them they need to be listening in 10 minutes. <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley Show. For those of you who are not regular listeners of the D.L. Hughley Show, here's just a tiny sample of why you should listen every day. What? Charleston White, is he, like this dude, you saw what happened there, right? Yep. Yeah. Whatever happened on stage that night wasn't comedy. When Charlton White got into it with those people and hit them with flowers. That's if he gets any line. kind of money, I, I would suggest a toothbrush. I mean, it's, I'm like, I'm going to tell you, it's no excuse for making that much money and no flaws or evidence of you using the front of a toothbrush. You just do that, man. His, his mouth looks so bad, English people go, damn, you should do something. <laughs> That there was a song when your mom and daddy were still together. Shaka Khan and Rufus, do you love what you feel? I wonder what Rufus and the Pips and the rest of the Commodores and the other members of LTD and Shalimar, they should all get together. And do what? And do what? I don't know. Find new lead singers. That's what they, they don't either. <laughs> if you don't uh, never finish a sentence in the song, then you're not the lead. Uh, interesting. Uh, of course, America, we're only a week into 2024, and we already had two mass shootings. One was in Iowa, and the other was at Club Shay Shay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was brutal. Uh, Sid has a stellar reputation. He's lovable. Everybody likes him. And so I would pray constantly that somebody would say something bad about Sid. So thank you, Kat. I appreciate it. Um, about time somebody says something bad. <laughs> Happy birthday to Dion Cole. He's great in the color purple, by the way. Yeah, I haven't seen that because, you know, it's just weird that all that brutality set the music. What's next? I'm a style on ice. What are we going to do this? <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> Give oh us free. God. Give us free. Apartheid, the musical. Yeah, there it is. 12 years of slaves. <laughs> Man, let me tell you. Sally Hemings, a love story. No, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Remember that if you are in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, I will be here tonight. I am here tonight, excuse me. I'll be at the Funny Bone, two tonight, uh, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. Uh, Jasmine is going to be at the uh, St. Jude mm-hmm. in Memphis. Mm-hmm. i got to cover toots. Go right ahead, then. St. Jude in Memphis on Saturday. Um, you're going to be on the campus of St. Jude, right? I mean, you got it covered now. Okay, well, they, okay. <laughs> yes. She's not going to be at the campus. <laughs> I am. Follow her looking around Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's gonna be at BB King's museum. I don't no, care. I, I don't won't. even care. See, smart ass. No, you were smart trying to be smart first. Well, I, I ended up trying to help you. Do you want them to come? To, where you at, girl? Got 
Where you at? He's going to say, I'm terrible. I'm going to be in Memphis. Where? At the St. Jude campus. All right, now Skip is going to be at Benetti's. Hockey, uh, he's gonna be at Benetti's, the home of the soul, soul food, the pig food ricotta. It's so wonderful. You gotta be there. <laughs> so, you're there Friday and Saturday, Skip? Yep, yep, Friday and Saturday, baby. Um, and then you, he does his morning show, and then he's the executive producer on the next show. Skip, Skip gonna get some money, Jack. Mm-hmm. Keep get a some check. Money. You, I mean, two, two kids in college will make you do stuff like that, won't it? Man, please believe it. Yeah, it's not man. cheap. So, so nephew's enjoying Atlanta. Yeah, sometimes a little bit too much, but yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, he got to be one of the seven straight dudes they got there. <laughs> 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 no, my brother, my son-in-law. <laughs> Is that why am I being this way today? That's how you're born. Uh, today? <laughs> coming up this hour, we got my day butt of the week. Plus, it's Friday. You're not hitting happy hour at the club, so we're going to bring the party to you uh, with the Hughley House party. And also, we've got Alibo, the streaming hack warrior on the DL Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? Martin Luther in the King Day is like a woman's bra. They are both focused on uplifting the downtrodden masses. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, Martin the King only gets one day. Sharks get a whole week. Probably because they are great whites. Uh-oh. <laughs> Today's movie is the Book of Clarence, starring Nikita Stanfield. In this movie, Clarence and his friends are struggling to find a better life. I guess it was hard for a brother in 32 AD too. He and his boys are trying to get out of the hood. Then Clarence is captivated by the power of the rising messiah and soon risk everything to carve a path to a divine existence. This movie is both funny and is serious. It is funny when he literally steals the one God's son style. He is the first fighter. I'm serious. Candy Williams will call him out like he did Cedric the Entertainer. Violence <laughs> so, in his voice are making paper, running the con game until he gets caught. The Romans bring him to the trial. This is when it gets serious, dear my own brother. Cause they tell Clarence to tell them where their one godson is, or he will die. Is Clarence going to be the first hustler and the first snitch? I cannot tell you. You must see this movie for yourself. I give it four handbags and a matching holy grail. <laughs> and if you had this film before yesterday, I will, like the one godson, 
perform one or two miracles for you. I will either turn water into Hennessy or throw a brick into darkness and make daybreak. I'm serious. You choose. This is Elibo, your hacking warrior with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's diary. Oh Woman, we have your diary. Either you read it or we will. I'll read it. Dear diary, I believe that there is a statute of limitations when it comes to data. Now, this is just my own personal opinion. And let me tell you what made me think of it. I saw this guy the other day. And we know each other from a former life. <laughs> yes, we were lovers, but that was a long time ago. And at that time, we were together, quotation. Um, I was really digging him, and he went digging me, which was cool. We went our separate ways. And when I saw him the other day, he really thought that we could pick up where we left off. Baby, that time has passed. And I wasn't mean about it, but I felt as though there's a statute of limitations as to when you can come back. Now, to be perfectly honest, my rule as an adult is there is seldom an opportunity to go back. But certainly after years, <laughs> there is no revisiting here because that time has passed. In other words, there is a statute of limitations. And I had to break it to him gently. But I decided not to because he didn't break it to me gently years ago. Okay, I was being petty, but I had to let him know. And my friend told me I was wrong for that because if I liked him then, and possibly he likes me now, should we not be able to get together? No! The time has passed. Move on. Which is basically what I told him. Is that wrong? All right, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, plus some people get very upset with me. They never, ever miss an opportunity to let me know how they really feel in our segment called... <laughs> F-U-D-L Hughley. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your... Uh, Indictment update. In case you're in Virginia Beach, Virginia, I'm going to be either, I'm here uh, now, two tonight, at Virginia Beach Improv, two tonight, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. Jasmine, of course, will be joining uh, the people Saint at St. Jude, doing what she can for the people. She's bringing glitter, so I would suggest you all kids like get glitter. There early, yeah, they, kids ain't the only ones like glitter. Leave it up to you. And uh, Skip, my man Cheatham, will be at uh, Benetti's all weekend. So Friday, Saturday, uh, Benetti's. Uh, you, you, do you host both nights? Yep. Yep. What do you would you smoke cigars and drink, Skip? Is that what you do? Uh, sometimes, sometimes, most time. Do you DJ? No, no, do I need a hard DJ? word to the DJ. Give me the microphone, let me do my where my thing. Yeah, you rock the party, yeah, huh? There we go. There we go. Yeah, there you go. He Jeez. rocks the party, Skip my man. <laughs> you ain't been to a party until Skip my man Cheetah rocking on. No doubt. No doubt. Get it, baby. <laughs> you haven't seen nothing like that. Plus, the uh the panacotta cornbread they have there is <laughs> Do people ever come and ask for the food that I know that they don't have there? Nobody ever. Say, I thought yeah. it was. I say we said y'all had panacotta cornbread. And we are fresh out, but we got these wings. Come on, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got a new pan of trout almondino. We got, no, we got some delicious stuff. <laughs> we, no, we don't have that. We have lemon pepper wings, just the way you like them. Yep, That's what we yep. have. 
Coming up this hour, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, some people get very upset with the things I say. So we're giving them an opportunity <coughs> to vent with our segment called "If You We're gonna bring this party. We're gonna bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, of course, sometimes people get really upset with me, so we're letting them vent on our segment called "If You D.L. Hughley." I lost count. I lost count. F.U.D.L. Hughley, <laughs> please welcome our F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent, Little Niecy James. Hello, this is Niecy James, your F.U.D.L. correspondent. Our first F.U.D.L. comment comes from me, Little Niecy James. Mr. Hughley, as you know, I come to work every day and read all the less than positive messages people send to you. They use words that if they were in a movie, I wouldn't be old enough to see without parental guidance. But I continue to work hard for you anyway. Now, I need some help from you. To donate to my school soccer team. DL, you remind us every day of how rich you are. You talk about your mansion in Calabasas, your first class flights, your five star hotels, your dog that's worth thousands of dollars, who, by the way, flies first class and stays in fancy hotels too. Let's face it, Miss Hughley, you're so rich, you pay your grown children's bills. And now, you're even going back on the comedy circuit and making more money. Talk about the rich getting richer. Mr. Hughley, with all the money you have, there's no excuse for you to not help out a hard-working, struggling student-athlete soccer team. I sent you the link to donate. I expect to see a sizable contribution. Then, I can forget the child exploitation labor laws you may or may not be breaking. If I don't receive your donation, fuck you, Dudley. And Jasmine, you have a lot of money, too. If you don't donate, fuck you, too. Well, that's it for this week. This has been Nisi James, your F.U. Dudley correspondent. And until next week, Bye. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. O'Shea Sibley, a black gay man murdered at a Brooklyn gas station, has been honored with his first dance home through a $20,000 scholarship for boys who need tuition, transportation, and dance attire. Sibley was killed at a Brooklyn gas station after a group of men confronted him and his friends who were playing Beyonce and voguing. While hate crimes have risen since last year, queer and trans people are among the communities who have seen the sharpest increase in bias-motivated violence, according to the FBI. Erica Gillespie, founder of the black woman-owned brand Feisty Spices, is making it her business to help consumers ramp up their cooking game and wants them to be healthy in the process. Gillespie believes in using healthy ingredients to combat health issues like heart disease, diabetes, and high blood pressure. Several of her products are low-sodium, keto-friendly, and contain no MSG. Alright, I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. BM powered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. That will do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in all week. We certainly appreciate it. It's the D.L. Hughley it. Show. You're welcome. Your indictment update. I am, of course, in Virginia Beach. I have two tonight. I'm on my way there right now. Two tonight, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. So come check me out if you had a chance. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Avoid the, avoid the cold if you can at all. Make sure you try to stay as warm as you can. Uh, Jasmine Sanders, you are on your way to where? Memphis. And to what end? Well, I'm going to hang out with the people of St. Jude to find out more about all that they're doing for the kids with cancer and uh, how we can help and assist them in terms of, you know, helping them keep their doors open, which I'm sure you're going to come back and tell them where we can tell you all about it. And skip my man Cheatham, where you going to be at? You know, we're going to be at Venetti's. We all have a good time, man. Don't worry about the weather. If it's hot, cold, everything, we got you popping, man. We got your food. We got your dance. We got the uh, hookahs going. We got the cigar lounge. We got everything you need. In other words, 
Because we need your money come through. You said hookahs. We we got them too. But you know, is that an accent or a brothel? Not working girls. Yeah, you know, somebody like scraping chains together. On the next D.O. Hughley show, the militant man Jamal Kings is going to be back to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Plus, we got another special case short, Bus Breakers Banger. Have a great, safe weekend. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. This is the D.O. Hughley show. See you on the other side.